Welcome to our final Market Week in Review for the year. It's the week ending December 17th, 2021. I am Sophie Antal-Gibert, and I'm joined today by my colleague, Alex Kuzli, Investment Strategist for Asia Pacific. Alex, it's such a pleasure to see you. How are you? I'm great, Sophie. How are you? Very good. Thank you. So I am looking forward to hearing your thoughts, especially with your Asia-Pac specialist background on the central banks. We've heard a lot from a number of different central banks, Bank of England, the Fed has made some announcements this week. Love to get your perspective on that. And then second also that's been making quite a lot of headlines is we got a lot of economic data out of China this week. So I'm curious what has caught your eye there? What are the policy implications? And then as investors, how should we maybe be thinking about that? Sound good? Perfect. Awesome. Well, let's start then with the um, with the central bank roundups. You want to start with the Fed or would you prefer to start with the BOE? You get to choose. Sure. We'll start with the Fed. Um, let's so do it. We had the Fed meeting uh, and the big, the big focus was really about the tapering process and whether we're going to see this accelerated tapering, which they have delivered on. So Previously, the Fed would wrap up their bond purchase program in June. Uh, now that, that now looks like it's going to end up closer to March. And that kind of leaves a room open for rate hikes through 2022. And, and importantly, the Fed also noted in their dot plots, which is where each member puts where they think interest rates will be, that they're seeing three rate hikes uh, next year, um, given the inflation, they've pushed their inflation forecast higher. We think, I mean, firstly, the, the market reaction was really interesting that the market kind of, we saw equity markets rally led by tech um, through yesterday. And then on Thursday, we saw a complete reversal of that and some very heavy selling in tech. So I think the market's still digesting how quickly the Fed are going to go. We hit Russell, we think that the risk probably to a slower Fed um, rate hike profile than the market expects and, and actually what the Fed now expect as well. Um, there's still quite a bit of spare capacity in the labor market that's still getting its way through. There are still concerns around COVID, obviously, with Omicron. Uh, and we just think that with that slow, you know, that profile of, of the labor market recovering and the risks around Omicron still kind of out there, that, you know, the, um, the rate profile from the Fed is probably going to be a little bit slower than what they're currently thinking. Excellent. What about the Bank of England? Were they following suit? They have you know, a slightly different situation there. What, what was their announcement this week? Bank of England's been funny. So, you know, if we go back a month, they hinted very heavily that a rate hike was coming and then it never came in November. Uh, and then this month, the market basically wasn't expecting one because of the risks around Omicron. The UK is going through a pretty big surge and the Bank of England did hike rates by 15 basis points. So it's been a little bit, a little bit confusing from them. Uh, I think the bigger picture in the UK is that they have a much tighter labor market than than what we're talking about in the United States or in other countries because of there's not just the risks around COVID on inflation and supply chains, but there's also the labor market challenges following Brexit and the lack of immigration that's been coming through. We look at look forward to next year. It looks like the market's still thinking there's going to be three rate hikes coming. That, again, seems a little bit aggressive to us, but the, the Bank of England have probably a stricter inflation target this 2%, they have to write a letter to the parliament if they miss that. So you know, the risk probably are too fast at Bank of England than the, uh, than the Federal Reserve. Perfect. Turning our attention a little bit to China, um, quite a number of data points came out this week. What, what caught your eye? What are the policy implications and what would investment implications be? Yeah, so I think the data has been continued to be on the softer side. We had credit numbers the week before last uh, that were unimpressive. Uh, and then this week we had the industrial production, retail sales and fixed asset investment. And again, you know, 
unimpressive, still quite soft. And um, there is obviously the property market that's still, you know, playing its way through the slowdown there. I think the risks around that have been easing given some of the policy measures that China are basically pulling back from their, their pressure on property. But that's still going to be a drag through next year. On the policy side, I think this was highlighted in last week's Market Week in Review that we saw a reserve requirement ratio cut from the People's Bank of China, which is encouraging. And we think that we're going to see an interest rate cut from them as well. And there's been some number, a number of very prominent Chinese economists that have ties to the People's Bank of China. They've been hinting at the same thing this week. And we also have on the fiscal policy side, we expect more accommodative policy next year to really ensure that China manages this soft landing um, through 2022, because we think of the backdrop for next year for China, they have the big National People's Congress at the end of the year. They have the Beijing Olympics in February. You know, they do want to see stable growth. And that was a big theme of the Politburo was this term of stability. Um, so, you know, it looks like we're moving towards that soft landing, but we're still a little bit cautious uh, on emerging markets and China because there are still those downside risks that you know are still out there and haven't completely abated. Well, thank you, Alex. That's all we have time for today, but thank you so much for your insights. And thank you all for joining us. As I mentioned at the beginning, this is our last Market Week in Review for this calendar year. But if you're missing our Market Week in Reviews, absolutely go and check out our YouTube channel, go and check out Russell Investments on LinkedIn, and you can get a hold easily of all of the back issues. And we'll be back again at the beginning of 2022. Happy holidays.